The Pulse Podcast Network is now providing its listeners with a 10% discount off of all merchandise from Jersey Express. They sell NBA and college jerseys plus player hoodies. Simply use the code PULSE at checkout. You can find them at Jersey Express or at thejerseyexpress.com. Hey, Starks here. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Wherever you may be in the fantasy world, welcome to the Fantasy Unicorns podcast. We're Dynasty Driven, and we're joined by Pulse Podcast Network. And now we're collaborating with uh, Fantasy Pros, which is uh, us unicorns is ranking online. And uh, it's getting a lot of blowing up activity going on. Uh, read our content on the fantasyunicorns.com. Make sure you subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and write a two- to three-word review for our podcast. Unicorn listeners, continue to spread the good word. Uh, this is a bonus episode to get your uh, Christmas spirits up because we won't be recording uh, this Monday for the Christmas Eve. I do apologize, guys. As well as to know that I'm running isolation, so you're stuck with me. Sorry, guys. But just know that my usage rate is going to be through the roof. But not only that, uh, we actually have a special guest here this evening, and it's Ray, and uh, he also goes by Lewis. Uh, how you doing today, brother? Oh, man, it's great to be here, man. Greetings and salutations. Uh, first of all, I have to give thanks to Starks and the Unicorns for inviting me you know, to speak. If you guys want to look me up, you won't find me, though. I won't be on any kind of social media or Facebook or Snapchat or whatever that crap is called that you guys end up using. I'm just uh, here for fantasy purposes. Yeah, nobody really cares if you're on social media. (laughs) Nobody even cares that you're even here anyway. So with that being said, um, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. And just real quick about uh, Ray here. Um, He's actually more of a a fantasy football guru, but he's going to tag along a little bit with uh, basketball content. So unfortunately, right now he has to take a back seat. So, you know, take a seat, brother. Oh, don't worry. I'm used to it, man. You know, I've been taking on lots of rides before. Yeah, I know you have. So go ahead and sit back and relax. <laughs> so with that being said, we're going to jump into the uh, first section in the show. It's recent news. And uh, one of the things that actually happened uh, here yesterday was a triple overtime game with the Wizards and uh, the Suns. And, you know, actually, I don't as many people know, I don't gamble or nor do, do I drink. So I don't promote the drinking. But one thing that I do want to mention is um, there is a free uh, game that I do as far as I like, guessing. Um, players and how many points they score. And I was about to hit. Uh, Bill, was, he scored 27 points um, before the first overtime. So I was like, dang, it sucks. So they went three overtime. So longer story short, <clears throat> it's a triple overtime game. And uh, Bill and Booker, King Booker, they all had career assist games that, you know, that game. Which speaks value because, you know, Booker, as Kevin had mentioned in several episodes and as well as Doc, um, you know, we want Devin Booker to take more lead on the offense and take more responsibility. He's more of a combo guard, and he seems like a player that could facilitate the ball. He's not just a shooter alone. And, uh, you know, the, the coach, <clears throat> excuse me, there has had him to shoot 
or excuse me, uh, facilitate more, but I know they used to have him shooting a lot more than passing the ball. And, you know, his stats that he showed yesterday, he had 33 points, four rebounds, and 14 assists. Career high, 14 assists, which is something that I like to see. And then Bill, like I said, he also had a career game dropping uh, 40 points, 11 rebounds, and 15 assists. So he had a triple-double. That's a, you know, triple-doubles, it's not a big thing in fantasy, but I'll tell you this. When you have a, a real triple-double, this is a real triple-double to have a big game with that many stats going on. Um, <clears throat> so moving right along, um, we're going to touch up on another person in that game that a lot of people uh, was getting excited about. And I know Doc was uh, shooting some tweets out there yesterday about it, and it was Thomas Bryant. You know, for the Wizards, a big man. He was, uh, I call him Mr. Perfect because he shot perfect yesterday. He uh, scored, you know, 31 points and 13 rebounds, but he was perfect. And this is why we called him Mr. Perfect, uh, Kurt Henning style. He was 14 for 14. Now, I'll say this, Lewis, you know, what do you think about him scoring 14 for, or uh, making field goals 14 for 14? What's your quick thoughts on that, man? Uh, Well, my thoughts on that is, like you said, you know, 14 for 14, you know, Shooting percentage-wise, you know, you call him Mr. Perfect, man. The stats don't lie. I mean, it sounds like a win-win to me. Yeah, thanks. I mean, yeah, per- I guess I, that was a decent analysis. <laughs> so, you know, with that being said, yeah, I mean, he was perfect. And one thing that I do want to mention about him shooting 14 for 14, this is a sell-high moment um, in the Dynasty League. I, I honestly believe Thomas Bryant is going to be a solid player in the future because we're Dynasty-driven. And, you know, that's something that you have to take in consideration. But... If you can sell him like hotcakes along with another player, see if you can squeeze a, a GM in your league for a top 60-ish type player. I know it's easier said than done, but you just never know. People get excited off of stat lines like this, and I'm one of the GMs to go ahead and see if I can attempt to take someone for a ride. So with that being said, we're going to move right along into uh, another player um, that really stuck out on the Suns game in TJ Warren. Wow, Warren G, however you want to spin his name. He had 53 minutes that game. That That is unheard of. When you have 53 minutes in a game, a lot of things can happen in fantasy-wise. You know, um, he had 28 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks, and he was efficient, 9 for 18, and he shot 3 three-pointers. That, my man or women, is a stat-filling game. And one thing that I do want to highlight on in that game is uh, TJ Warren, uh, and just in general in fantasy, he's a top 29 player this year. That is something not many gyms could even imagine that he would be in coming this year. You know, you can get him at a, a good value uh, this year just because of, um, you know, the Phoenix Suns rotation. It's been literally a mess. The rotation's been a mess. You just don't even know who's going to start the next game. You know, you have uh, DeAndre Ayton not even getting enough shot attempts, but, you know, I, I can't just blame that on the team or the coach. I honestly blame that on himself because he needs to be more aggressive shooting at a high field goal percentage. But, you know, also with that being said, you know, I'm not going to shy away to say this, but DeAndre Ayton, 26 points and 17 rebounds, I mean, that's a really good game. You know, I would have liked to see him have a little bit more blocks. You know, that's maybe something to die for. He only had one block and one steal, but he shot efficient, 11 for 18. And, uh, you know, another thing that stuck out to me is Melton. You know, Melton didn't get the um, the time on the court as much as I would like to, you know, like to see, but his plus minus on the court was plus four, which is still solid with Booker. And that's something I like to see. And, you know, I'll, I actually mentioned um, – 
him in our uh, waiver wire article uh, that just came out here today. Uh, basketball boy Mike had, you know, got together the unicorns. We pretty much fused together and uh, came with an article to, to assist with him that we all did like a little bit of a quick snake draft as far as, you know, who the best player would be available for the free agency. You know, the top 50 or excuse me, top 40 players that's available in your free agency, meaning 50 percent, they're either own uh, 50% or under. So we picked up those players in the free agency. Um, essentially, those are the type of players that you want to seek for. Read that article and you can see what type of players we want for the rest of the season moving forward. So, you know, with that being said, um, we're going to jump into a, another, um, actually a different guy. We're going to segue to a different part here for the recent news. Uh, this actually just came because I'm recording this along with games going on today. And uh, one thing I want to mention is Jerron Blossom game. You're like, who is that, Starks? Well, this guy is a player that is in Cleveland. Again, another team that's a wasteland team. You just don't know how or who is going to come out of Cleveland to be at least a, a, a solidified player. Blossom game, um, I'm not too excited to, to see, but I'll say this. If you're in a deeper league, go ahead and grab him. And see what he does. You know, I'm not saying he's going to be a world beater, but I know his uh, college uh, per numbers has been not too bad. He's a more of a guy that can secretly get you some blocks and defensive numbers. So with some steals. So that's a player that I want to at least like take a flyer on. You know, he may even be droppable, but he could be like, as Mike would say, he's a streaming guy. I would stream him. He's going to probably get 30 minutes tonight if it's, you know, if it's not too late for you guys or just in general, the rest of the season look, outlook, you just never know what you could get again just like Forrest Gump. So, um, let me go ahead and jump into the next session or section. And this section is called Let It Happen. And how I kind of flip it like this, Stark style, is let it happen. What that kind of means is you have GMs that always think they know. And when you have GMs that always think they know, let them let them believe that because that's going to be used for your advantage. Sometimes people are a little bit hard headed and think they know what they're doing. And sometimes it could work for them. I'm not downplaying it, but a lot of times it doesn't work for them. When you let it happen, that means it only benefits for yourself. Let them believe that a player is better than this part player or vice versa. So I'm going to actually ask uh, Ray's opinion here, Lewis's opinion on these two players. And he doesn't know, you know, he uh, he may know or he may not know, but I think he's going to give a good suggestion. And then I can just kind of explain to the to the listeners, um, you know, someone actually mentioned this. So the two players that I want to bring up here is uh, Jason Tatum and Devin Booker. If you had to pick one of these two players, Lewis, who would you pick? Um, I'd honestly go with Devin Booker, uh, more of, am I say like a man crush for the simple fact that like last year I ended up like having to go against, you know, Devin Booker, like another coach ended up sniping me with him. And I just like how, you know, he shoots threes, you know, you can't go wrong with someone that's hitting a lot of threes. And on top of that, you know, percentage wise, like he seems to be pretty accurate. Yeah, that's that's a good analogy. And I'm actually to be honest with you, you, you actually picked a, um, the player that I like better in this. Uh, these two guys. So let me just brush up with the listeners on this. You know, there was a, um, a heated moment. I wouldn't even say a heated moment, but a debate per se that I, I was uh, listening to a, these uh, couple actually was a several GMs and they were bantering back and forth. And, the, you know, the guy said, uh, Tatum is going to be a top 10 player in, in the next five years. And when I seen that, I was just like, 
is this guy serious right now? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm like, is this guy serious? So what I thought in my head, well, Tatum is a good player. Don't get me wrong. Actually, he's done better than what I thought. But a lot of things, like I said before, last year had to happen for him to kind of develop. But I'm not taking away any way, anything from his skill set. But when I heard top 10 player within five years, it, it, it put cause to pause to me. So he said he's going to be better than Booker. And, you know, I'll, I put a poll up also. And to be honest with you, and surprisingly, it was close. It was a lot closer than what I thought. It was almost 50-50 going back and forth. And, Lewis, you got something to say on that? Oh, yeah. I was part of that poll, and I voted for uh, Booker. I just wanted to put that out there. Oh, okay, cool. Nobody cares. So <laughs> um, I'll just say this, you know, about that poll. You know, Booker and I am the type of GM I – I wouldn't say I faded from him. I'm I'm a Booker fan myself, but I never even ex- imagined how well he was going to be, especially like right now. I know he been riddled with a little bit of injury here recently, but ever since he's came back, you know, he's been putting the Suns literally on his back, winning a f- stringing a couple of games, winning games, and uh, so Booker to me. Could he reach a top ten potential in the next five years? Because we're dynasty driven. I could, I mean, I wouldn't be. I'll say this: I wouldn't be surprised if he cracked the top ten. But I'm not ready to say he's going to be in the top ten. But you know, like I said, that GM that was ready, shot, calling it, saying he's going to be a top ten player. I, it's, there's fine. It's fine to take bold takes, but that one was a little too aggressive. And he and he was beating the drum and believing it. And then he was also saying, you know, uh, even to hear Booker to be in the top ten is. It's blasphemy. And then he just also said, like, he's not good at all. So, you know, with that being said, that's something that I definitely wanted to highlight up on. So, again, this next part of the section on let it happen is a, a player that I know Kevin and a lot of, you know, fantasy analytics, analytical guys like. And it's Luka Dantich. And this guy, man, this guy is, is something else this year. And uh, actually, there was a. A GM that I, I talked to recently, and uh, it was actually Kevin Patterson. You know, I, I appreciate you, you know, talking uh, with me about this. And uh, he mentioned, you know, I, I know you mentioned he could be a top 10 player in uh, Dynasty. And I, honestly, there's there's certain takes that I'll listen to, and there's certain takes I just kind of uh, put in, in, in the disposal and not even think about it. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't say that I could do it yet, but in a, in a you know, a fantasy league and Dynasty league, Within the next five years, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes top 10. And honestly, once we run the 30-man the league, I can definitely see a lot of GMs go aggressive on him this year. Um, you know, he's been he's been showing up this year, and I thought he was going to be a good player. But what I'm seeing, you know, what he's putting up, I, I'm to be honest, I'm more flabbergasted to see what he's doing this year. And, uh, you know, for me, he's definitely a, a top player that you want to get in Dynasty Leagues. I would be aggressive and say, you know, in the 20s or even a little bit below the 20s in Dynasty. But if you're willing to take him in a top 10 pick in a Dynasty League, I, I honestly, I can't even I can't even knock you for it. I, I definitely can't. I couldn't I couldn't knock any gym for it. So we're going to actually move on to the next, uh, you know, part of this section. 
And uh, again, I want to go ahead and promote this, the 30-man Dynasty League that we're running. We still have spots left to those listeners out there. Like I said, you guys can find me on my Twitter handle, at Starks underscore industry. I'm the guy with the Iron Man avatar. And you can also find me on my Instagram page, uh, Fantasy Starks, or excuse me, Fantasy Unicorns underscore Starks. Shoot me a DM message. Let me know that you want in the league. You know, there's still some spots left. I definitely want to get you guys in there. And, um, you know, it's going to be a very popular league going forward. You know, we're just getting started, but things are really getting, you know, getting strong in the, in the fantasy unicorns. And again, there's been uh, actually touching up a little bit on the fantasy pros. You know, it's good to be collaborated with them. I know, uh, you know, Mike has, you know, dropped his uh, his rest of season rankings, Kevin, um, the doc, and as well as I believe Pat is soon. I may or may not. Again, for me, you know, you guys know me. I don't like to share a lot of my secrets or even rankings because actually that is big to me because I'm, you know, but unfortunately, since I'm part of the unicorns and, you know, I have to share secrets. But, you know, that's that's to keep in mind. I'll, I'll try to. But if you guys want to still ask my opinion on stuff, definitely shoot me messages and we can, you know, we can get the wheels rolling. I can at least give you still an analysis on that. So, you know, before I get any further on it, um, again, I actually touched up on the waiver wire article a little bit. You know, that just dropped here today. Make sure you take a look at it. The players available in your league that's um, under own at 50 50 percent or below. So keep that in mind that you definitely want to take advantage of streaming players, especially if you're just trying to use that player to get those those extra incentive stats on your on your team and to utilize whether you need steals real quick. If Marcus Smart is out there, you should grab him. If you know, if you want the, the rest of the season upside type of players, then look for them. You know, look for them. Listen, listen to our podcast and then obviously continue to read our articles. So, you know, I hope you guys are enjoying this bonus episode. Um, again, I, I'm sorry. and I apologize that the rest of the unicorns is not here this evening, this morning, this afternoon, wherever you may be. But just keep in mind, you know, I just want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas because I know this is a shorter episode, but I will jump into the unicorn court. And just touch up on a couple of things, and I'm not going to just let my guest just keep soaking up in the back because I know he's he's ready to get back on. Uh, but before I even let you know him to get back on, um, I want to just touch up on you know if you're in a fantasy league, make sure that you pay attention on what's going on. This is going to be a rant moment, an isolation moment for me. Make sure you pay attention what's going on in your league, and what I mean by that is. Look at trends. Look at every coach that's in your league. Stop just looking at your own team. The way you also get, here's a secret. Here's your game genie code for tonight. Here's another gift. Make sure you're looking at your league and pay attention to what they're doing. When you see a a GM, I want you to actually, if there is, if you're playing on a Yahoo league, you can look at the transactions each coach makes. Look at that. See who's active. to, to, To be honest, the more that uh, a coach is active in a league and they're making transactions, you can tell the effort and the tendency that they want to do everything that they can to win. That gives you the, to me, honestly, that is, uh, that is a, a, a nugget that you need to keep in mind. That's the type of coach that you want to go against, meaning you want to beat that coach. He's doing everything he can to grab those players. Look at his transaction history. Look at also his team built. Is he trying to punt? Is he built evenly? You know, what is he trying to do? 
Is he is he talking? Is he engaging with your league? What are you doing? Are you just sitting there hitting? And I'm just you know I'm calling the people out that hit the lightning bolt button on uh, you know Yahoo. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that on your app. When you hit that lightning bolt button on your Yahoo app, it just automatically starts your players. And you could do that for the whole week in two weeks. It looks good, but I tell you what also doesn't look good when you hit that bolt button. You might start all your players. But you might start a scrub over a superstar. And then I ask you, how does that feel? And to be honest with you, I have no remorse for those type of coaches. And honestly, if you're one of those coaches if you're in my league, I'm going to call you out on it. You know, it's out of love, but I'm going to call you out on it every time. I just I for me, I just don't. I'm a competitive person. I want everybody to do their best. What, what's your actually thoughts on people pressing the lightning bolt button on Yahoo, Lewis? Uh, honestly, to me, that is saying that I've given up. You know, you press the lightning bolt button, you just go in, press the button and you're done for the day. You haven't looked at your transactions. You don't know what other teams are doing or what they're building, you know, at the end of the day. And then you go and check your stats. Maybe let's say like after the games are done, you find out like you got a superstar on the bench and then you got a scrub in their spot. Like Stark said, you know, uh, any number of players can start that day depending on, you know, you got certain Certain days where, you know, there might not be any games at all on a Tuesday. And then on a Wednesday, your full lineup, you know, you have people on the bench starting and you got people, you know, starting in your row. So on top of that, you know, if you hit the lightning bolt, it's just going to throw any random player in that spot. So you don't want that to happen to you because, you know, I ain't going to lie. It happened to me before you know, I got left out in the cold, you know, but I learned from my mistakes. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was about to call you out on that. <laughs> I was about to call you out on that because, you know, I remember you, you know, having people on the bench, you know, it's funny, you know, people try to stick their chest out on the show, but at the same time, I'm a GM in, in his league in several years. So I know his tendencies where, you know, I, I'll, I'll say this, People make mistakes and they forget to start their players. And I'm one of them. But, you know, to someone to just come on the podcast and stick your chest out, like, yeah, start your players. You know, make sure you don't hit your lightning bolt button. But this is the same guy that actually had players on the bench. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. So eat that. So with that being said, you know, we're going to move along. And I'll make sure you get a little shine before we start closing out with the clutch shot. Oh, no, there's plenty of shade over here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's plenty of shade. You sit back and relax before you get back on. So um, one thing I want to also touch up on is, you know, uh, be aggressive. Don't always be um, what's what's the word am I trying conservative because there is a actually there's GMs that I'm familiar with as well as the conservative players and what I mean by that is you're used to the ranking guys. You're used to like, okay, for instance, Gordon Hayward. And, I, and I, again, I'm going on ISO because, I mean, you guys are stuck with me this episode. I, the usage rate's through the roof. I'm sorry. So Gordon Hayward, for instance, as you guys know, he's a little bit on a struggle bus this year just because, you know, he's getting still healthy from his injury. He hasn't been starting. Sometimes he starts. He's coming from the bench. He's getting his minutes. He's not getting his minutes. That's because he's still trying to get fully healthy. And then Boston, as you guys know, is fully loaded. They have all those players on the team, right? So... As you guys know, Gordon Hayward, even when he was back in his Utah days, has been a solid type player. What you can kind of almost project him throughout the years at that time frame a few years ago with like a top 30 type player or even better. So I know this year and, uh, you know, Lewis is familiar with this type of coach, you know, the conservative guy. You know, always used to the, the 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 gym getting that same consistent producing player, which is fine. You want a consistent producer, oh, but that's, you, that's safety net. right. You always want that safety net, but you also want to make sure you get some upside plays, get some spicy players. You got to make sure you risk. I'm not saying go the process spicy players. You could do that, but take 
a couple of chances. Don't let all your chances be spice players because you're you're going to be spiced out in the bathroom. So one thing you want to keep in mind is, like I said, I'm getting to a point here. Gordon Hayward, he was a, a, a gem that's in my league. He's in last this year. Actually, in our league, isn't he? He's in last right now. Yeah, he's in last right now. And he's been a, a solid coach each year. The only thing is, he's made the playoffs every single year. Consistent, consistent. But this year, he's not looking like it. He's just getting the regular players. You know, he's the Gordon Hayward type of guy. If if he can get Marcus Gasol. Now, Marcus Gasol has been good this year. Don't get me wrong. But he'll still get the value plays, which is perfectly fine. Value plays. He got he got Goran Dragic this year, and guess what? The Dragon is pretty much almost done for the year. So you have to be careful when you play that consistent game going back and forth, especially in a dynasty league. You know, you thinking that a consistent player is going to work throughout the career. That's when it starts to you know be detrimental to yourself, and you have to do a different reevaluation. So. Um, so now I got that we the guest is on the you know our podcast tonight Ray Lewis. Um, I do want to uh, touch up a little bit on because you're more of a, a a skillful player in fantasy football, and I know fantasy football right now. If you guys are familiar with fantasy football, um, you know there's playoff time and there's I think it might be two more weeks in the season. And I know, uh, you know, I'm a Dallas fan, but I'm not going to put you guys asleep with that because I know there's a lot of Dallas haters out there. But, Lewis, you know, I know you're in the playoffs this year. Can you just give them a quick analogy on, you know, how you draft players real quick? Honestly, um, well, first of all, you got to find out what kind of players you like. I mean, of course, you want your big names that you know about, you know, your Antonio Browns. You know, your Adam Leithens, excuse me if I mispronounce. Adam Thielen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Uh, Yeah, but like you got to also be careful, though, because like this year I ended up drafting Gronk and man, he's been laying some dinosaur eggs on me. So, I mean, it's not always about, you know, big names out there. You know, sometimes you just got to fill it out and go with your gut. Yeah, so oh, let me ask you this. I'm going to take the ball and give it back to you. So when you say go by your gut, because I'm familiar with going by your gut. It's a little bit different in basketball, but can you give your analogy on going to your gut in football? Can you kind of explain? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll give you an example. Like oh, Going back about like three or four years ago, man, I sent up there and I drafted, uh, this is around the end of his career, uh, Reggie Wayne. And he was playing for the Colts. And let me tell you, I ended up drafting him around like the fifth or sixth pick. And I got laughed at. You know, people were telling me, you know, people I was going against, they were laughing at me, saying I didn't know what I was doing, you know, got made fun of. But at the end of the day, you know, you just got to believe in the pick that you sought out because he ended up as a, you know, top receiver that year. And it seemed to happen to me too, again, like about like two years ago, ended up uh, drafting Mike Wallace, you know. And he ended up like exploding. I don't know if you guys remember that first week. He ended up like just just crushing crushing the stats. And uh, same with uh, Willie Sneed. So those are just some uh, prime examples right there. But you know, basketball is the main star here. I just wanted to put those out there. Yeah, yeah. We well, don't want to put us to sleep with fantasy football. <laughs> Nobody wants to be put to sleep with fantasy football because I play fantasy football myself, ladies and gentlemen. But let me go ahead and drive this home. Just like Kevin had mentioned, I still stamp it for approval. Fantasy football, to me, it's a lot of luck in fantasy football. But at the same time, there's not really too too much analytical skills with that. And I think this is why Lewis is really good at it because he's a good gut call type of coach. And as many times as he gets laughed at, he's actually a lot smarter than what people take him as, you know. And he's really good. What you got something to say, Lewis? Oh, yeah, yeah. Last year, you know, Yahoo projected me to go 1-15 and I 
basically made the playoffs and crushed everyone that laughed at me, you know. So if you're listening, you know. Yeah, you crushed them, but I mean, did you win the championship? No, you didn't. So we'll just go ahead and say that you didn't crush nobody but yourself. No, I'm just kidding. But no, that's true. He was uh, projected to do well in football. But I mean, them projections, you know, that unfortunately doesn't always doesn't always tell the truth. So um, one thing that I, you know, I know I'm, I'm shading football here, but there's more of a strategy in basketball. And that's why, you know, us unicorns and I appreciate, you know, Ray getting on to, to give his facts and touch up a little bit on basketball because, you know, Basketball essentially is it's a beautiful thing where you can strategize your team. You build it a way that you like it. You could do what you want. Lewis, I'm getting tired of you. What do you want? No, I just want to, you know, as far as taking a back seat, you know, I have to appreciate basketball too. The the thing about basketball is, you know, you got to be in it like daily. It's a daily thing that you have to check up on daily. See, fantasy football, you know, you make your little ads, you know, for the week and then, you know, possibly you can get away a with being done. But like fantasy basketball, you got to check it every day. If you don't, you get left out in the cold. No, that's I'm actually I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I, look at you throwing a little bit of shade on football. I appreciate it. No, football, like I said, it's it's just more of me just being jo a joker, uh, just clowning football. But uh, Lewis brings a good point. Now, basketball is more of a daily, you know, responsibility. You know, it's almost like a it's a fun job that you go into work. Make sure you check your lineups, check out the news, check out the information, check out the fantasyunicorns.com for information. Yeah, look at that a drop there. Um, it's, but it's daily. That's the beautiful thing. Football, like he was mentioning, it's just a one game a week for each team, and then you could just kind of just ride it out for the week. It's not something that's more daily. It's more of a one-week thing, and it's only um, – it seems a lot shorter than longer. So we're about to start closing out, and um, I know – I don't think Lewis is familiar with the clutch shot, so I'll just give you a quick assumption what the clutch shot is or analysis. A clutch shot is you can – you take the last shot. You can say anything that you want to get off your chest – Per se, it could be sports-related or anything related. So um, do you have a clutch shot that you want to say before we close out? Uh, well, basically, as a, my clutch shot is just going to be, you know, just giving thanks to the Fantasy Unicorns for allowing me to guest star. You know, I was able to air out some of the things, you know, as far as, you know, the differences between fantasy basketball, fantasy football. Definitely, man, fantasy basketball is more of a monster. I have to say that. And just... If you do get in a fantasy uh, basketball league, you want someone that you can have fun with, someone that you're going to be competitive with. And, like, don't get any, like, in those sorry leagues where basically you see people not being active because at the end of the day, you're not going to have fun with that. You know, you want in a league like right now I'm in, like, uh, Starks League, you know, someone that's going to drive you to be competitive. You know, when you start losing – and when you're going against like these top dogs, like uh, whether it be Kevin, whether it be the doc, you know, you're going to have fun. But at the same time, you're going to want to be competitive and it's going to drive you to want to win. So that's my clutch shot. That's a right good there. look at you. That's actually a pretty good clutch shot, man. So I appreciate you. Uh, so I'm going to take my clutch shot. Um, Lewis Ray, it was it was a it was a privilege to have you on the show as the first time guest on our show. Um, we appreciate you. The unicorns appreciate you, man. And. I'll have to actually touch up on what you said for my clutch moment is I actually, you know, mentioned this in several episodes in the beginning that you want to make sure that you find those GMs that are that has that hunger, 
that has that passion, that wants to win. They, they want to do everything they can to get in the league and be competitive and start their players and make moves all the time. That's really important because when you have those GMs that say they want to do it, but really don't do it, to me, that I take that I take that heart filled and, and it hurts. I mean, did you want to say something, Lewis? Oh, yeah. Just to add on to that, I mean, you'll know within the first couple of weeks, you know, everyone's all excited. It's draft day. Everyone's talking trash. Then you're like two or three weeks in, you're looking at the person that was talking trash and they're not starting their players. You know off the bat what's going on right there. Ooh, that sounds like a shot. I know who that goes to. So, you know, we appreciate you listeners. Like I said, again, continue to listen to our um, podcast and as well as, you know, um, subscribe to our articles, you know, the fantasyunicorns.com. Once you subscribe to those uh, blogs every time again, I know it sounds like a broken record. I'm sorry. But once you do, you every time we drop an article, on the website, it will automatically go to your notification or email where you can just pull it up and start reading and be excited to know that you can jump ahead of a lot of GMs in your league. So, you know, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and shut down. Um, again, you guys can find me on my Twitter handle at Starks underscore industry. I'm the guy with the Iron Man avatar. And you can find me on Instagram, the or fantasy unicorns underscore Starks. Uh, with that being said, you can't find Ray or Lewis anywhere because guess what? He's not on social media, and guess what? Nobody cares. You want to say your last words? Hey, man, you might not be able to find me out there, but you'll find me on the, the Yahoo post, man. I'm, I'm still out there. I'm yeah, drafting. Yeah, nobody cares. But one thing I will mention to you, though, Lewis is in this 30-man league. So make sure when you guys join, harass him and, and just message him every every time you get a chance. So I want you guys to do that. With that being said, you guys, good night. And uh, go ahead and take a ride. And again, enjoy your family time and Christmas time. Um, and just enjoy and appreciate what the Lord's done for you. See ya.